Episode 55, The Fellowship Reunited. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris and Corey. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, sometimes tabletops, miniatures, and RPGs, but mainly about the games we play. I'm your host, Brian, and this week we got the trios back. So we got Chris. Yes. Hello. And least but not last. How dare you. Corey. How dare you. Hello, people. And Corey's back. Woohoo. Yay. And this is episode 55, coming at you live on the internet. So this should be interesting, all three of us remote. We haven't done this before, but it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be talking about board games and board games. And with Chris and Corey, I'm sure yeah. I'll just uh, walk away for 10 minutes and you guys can talk about miniatures and RPGs and stuff. Uh, but uh, we'll be just talking about all that stuff. Anyway, uh, another special episode because we're in quarantine, you know, the usual. Okay, so let's talk about... Our gaming goals, get that out of the way. How are you doing, Chris, on your gaming goals? Uh, awesome. Continually to knock out games played with the family and uh, Jamie. And uh, shout out to Henry, our contractor, um, because... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is Adam going to be jealous here? or <laughs> could, could be. Um so Henry came over last week when uh, my water heater decided uh, to explode at some soldering, some welding points, soldering points. So he came over and made sure it got done. And during that time, um, we played uh, Can't Stop, introduced him to that, and um, uh, Century Spice Gollum Edition. So so wait, while you're waiting for your plumber, you played games with your contractor? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, yes. <laughs> You guys were recording, and we were discussing oh, this, waiting while uh, while we finished <laughs> while I finished up mopping up the water. Yeah, so I, I called Henry, and he came over, and uh, he he lives around here close, so he came over, and we were cleaning up and just kind of patching the 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 welds uh, so they weren't shooting water all over the mechanical room, and uh, yeah, cleaned up yeah. all the water that uh, <laughs> was was pooled for what about three hours pooling. So it was a stream; it wasn't a mist like the first time. <laughs> exploded so yeah so it uh the the on-call plumber so this was eight o'clock at night on-call plumber was up in boone which is about an hour and a half uh well it was 45 minute drive but it was an hour and a half because he was on site there working so it was we had a while so jamie was like so hey let's introduce uh henry to some games <laughs> so we pulled out some games and so we played that and he uh he ended up winning um jamie won uh century spice and henry won uh can't stop so it, it was pretty fun. He, he liked it. He's excited for the game room to uh, get finished because he's going to be playing some games too, he said. <laughs> Man, just recruiting contractors. I know. And... Yes. Home <laughs> inspectors, funny. Adam and Henry the contractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> is very much yeah. Adam. Yes. Point. Yeah. So that that was my last week while you guys were recording. Oh, I was like, oh, I, I'm going to salvage this as much as I can. So we played some games. <laughs> nice. Nice. Corey, how was your not gaming goals? My not gaming goals. So I was actually like looking at my stats. I've played 21 games in the last 30 days, 16 of them unique. Not, nice. not too bad considering quarantine. How much of those are tabletop simulator? <laughs> That's a very easy way to see that. 
Probably most of them. Uh, no. Actually, probably not as many because I've been playing so many with my kids and my family. Yeah. It's probably not as mm-hmm. big as one might think it might be as far as the unique gameplays. All the ones that aren't unique are probably all tabletop simulator. I have been uh, uh, less than eager or, or non-motivated, I should say, to enter my gameplays after I lost my phone crash. So I haven't been tracking it that way. I probably should get back on the bandwagon. Boo. I yeah, know. I need, to. I need to. 36% tabletop simulator. I'm at 34%. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. about right. Well, I'm up to 167 plays, 58 unique. Uh, got, did get some new ones to the table. Uh, we started playing some games with Denver. We, you know, we played nice. a lot of those like kids games with Denver. But he was like, I don't. know. It was just weird. One this last weekend, he just went down there and was like, "What's this game? Can we play it?" I was like, uh, "Is that Thunderstone Quest?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah. it, it was Gloomhaven. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, it was Drop It. So he oh, pulled. Yes. He wanted to play Drop It. So we're like, "I think we could do this." That's we pulled Drop It out. One. And in the last week between Emily and I, I think he's played probably 15 games of that. I've only played maybe three or four with him. Emily's taken the brunt of most of that. <laughs> uh, and then after he did that, then he was looking at the shelves like, ooh, what else could I play? And so then he asked about Can't Stop. Yeah. So he's like, can we play this? I think what got him was the cones. He thought, sure. He's like, he's all in, you know, construction. It's kid, you know, he's yep. a- little boy but uh, he's like hey it's construction cones I'm like well i mean they're cones but uh so we played that and uh yeah so we've played that a lot too so so got some of those games in because i hadn't played those this year so it's a lot of fun nice but um Knocking yeah so he's getting off. a little older and finally getting there a little jealous seeing those pictures of Corey on instagram posting with his boys playing some of these like harder deeper games and like one day yep. one day denver will be old enough and then we play war of the rings and the, right. yeah the trick is uh, just good times the trick is just uh getting them off Fortnite yep. and the the playstation and and getting them to sit down once it's one of those things where it, it's hard to just pull them away because it's so immediate and instant to play the video game. Yeah. Yep. But once every time you get them to the table, they just love it. So I just don't want to be the one who brings it up every single time. I want them to come ask, which they've started to, which has been fun. Yeah, that's exactly my daughter. Actually, the other night, she never says, Hey, let's play a game. She just walks in and says, I'm bored. Well, that's that's just as good as saying, let's play a game, right? I'm like, well, <laughs> that's, that's what I hear. I'm like, you want to want to play a game? She's like, sure. And so, well, what do you expect? When so you we pulled we pulled out a two player game of the Lord of the Rings: The Confrontation, which is an old yeah. game, old Reiner Knizia game. It's like Stratego uh, type of a game, but with like actual more strategy and, and much tons better. Of much theme. better. Yeah. It's he really did. I mean, for as much as Reiner Knizia gets a bad rap for themeless games, he used that property to really. I mean, he really used the source material in his game design to it's, yeah. it's really flavorful. The, the fellowship guy really feels like he, she's looking at all my cards that I have and the strength of my units and like, Oh my gosh, you're so, you're so strong. How am I ever going to win? You're just going to kill all my people. I'm like, that's yeah, that's what I do. And then she, <laughs> and then she won. She, yeah. <laughs> she used yep. Frodo's special abilities to, you know, retreat from battles and get in behind me. You can only move for it. Brian, have you ever played, ever yeah. seen this game? I saw it on Instagram. It looked really interesting. It looked like Stratego, except for it was the map of Middle no, Earth. Right. And, of, yeah, so know, front characters' lines. stands, the stands themselves have abilities on them. And then if you get into a combat by entering an enemy space, you play one of the cards out of your hand. And it's one of those where 
you know exactly the cards that your opponent has. They know what you have. And you get to play them one time until you're all out of cards. And then you can pick them back up to try again. There's no, like, resting and getting them back early. So you have to budget your cards. And you know what your opponents played. You know who they have. And so you're trying to make good decisions. But um, the interesting thing is, in a fight, the character text on their standee for the fellowship resolves first. Yes. And sometimes that will immediately trigger something like an immediate retreat or I kill you. Like Gimli just automatically kills uh, orcs. Uh, Legless automatically kills the flying Nazgul or something like that. So then you don't even have a fight. But if from neither of the texts, there's an immediate uh, killing of them, then you go to your cards and the Sauron player's cards trigger before the Fellowship player's cards. So there's this nice give and take of in the fights. So it's really yeah. interesting. Nice. Yeah. Some cards add attacking values, and then there's some other special ability yes. cards. Yes. So, yep. Yep. It's it's a fabulous game. It's out of print, right. it looks like. Unfortunately. But I, there's a copy on Board Game Geek Market. for Somebody has it for $25 for a very good. Is it the edition. deluxe edition? Yeah. If you can get the deluxe edition, get the deluxe yeah, edition. I have the I deluxe. Wish. I have the basic. Oh, do yeah, you? Yeah, deluxe. Nice. Is, they're they're double sided. So there's the classic game, which is yep. what the normal printing is. But then each one of the standees you can turn turn you flip over to the other side and has a either a different character or a different ability for the same character. So like in the classic mm-hmm. game, there is no Smeagol or Gollum. Correct. Some of the characters that are in the classic, if you flip over and oh, there's Smeagol for the Fellowship. There's Gollum for the yeah. for the Sauron player, and they have different abilities. It there's just there's a lot of game there. It's yeah. it's fun. It, this is a game that needs to be reprinted. It really does. It is a it is a good game. Yeah. And the deluxe edition came out afterwards. This is by Fantasy Flight Games, Correct. and it came out uh, later than the original version. I have the original, uh, but I didn't get the deluxe, and I wish I would have. It's the it's better components, a better box, better everything. It's upgraded in that aspect, hence why it's called deluxe. Mm-hmm. But uh, extra gameplay, and it's this it's fabulous game. If you're a Lord this of the Rings awesome. fan or a strategy game fan and like the Lord of the Rings, this is a great game. It really is. I've never heard of this game before. Yeah. So you can only move forward. Sometimes yeah, you can move you sideways. Move. So you yep. really got to right. pick and choose like where you're moving and who you're moving them to. I got myself. And there's different routes. Oh, sorry. I was going to say the movement aspect, which I was going to touch on, Corey. Um, there's different routes. You can move forward, but then there's a rivers, which you can travel the rivers, or there's the mine, and you can go through the mine, which goes you extra spaces. But if the Balrog yes. is in the mine, then it kills everybody, except for uh, there's there's different this that yep. kind of stuff. So there's strategies involved in it. So it's really cool. Yeah, it's a little bit really of paper rock, paper rock, scissors. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. I just defeat you if, if I run yep. into you. But what happened? was i was getting pretty lucky on who i was sending in to fight that he she, uh marissa could never instantly defeat me so i was winning a lot of the battles i'm just taking piece after piece off um it started the first blood was the flying nazgul flew from mordor mordor to the shire she had left one person yeah. back in the shire and i'm like what's the chance that she actually left frodo on his own because frodo and sam stick together because sam becomes a lot stronger when he's with frodo and I'm like, well, she had just moved one person out. I'm like, maybe she left Frodo behind. So, and she forgot. We explained what every one of the characters did. Yeah. The flying Nazgul can just drop in wherever he wants. And so I attacked all the way from Mordor to the Shire and it was Boromir. And so we both died. 
because that's how Bar- that's how <laughs> he Moroni sacrifices writes. himself. Yep, he sacrificed. It was actually himself. a great yep. trade for me because the Flying Nag was only like a three. Um, so you know, Boromir wants to find your strong guys, or the Fellowship yep. player wants to find your strong guys and send Boromir up to get a good trade because he can yep. just go sacrifice himself. Super. Yep. It's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Actually, so uh, there's two editions, it looks like. There was a first edition, second edition. The second edition came out in 2013. I've never heard of this game. This looks awesome. I saw your pictures, Corey. I've been looking at it here on the Board Game Geek, as you guys have been talking about. This looks awesome. A lot of fun. I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Oh, if you Star are. Wars. This is a great game to have on your shelf if, if you're a Lord of the Rings fan. Easily done, because normally how you play it, you play the Fellowship one way, yep. and then you switch sides, and you play you the... Switch um, rolls. The, the yeah yeah the enemy rolls. the enemy yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah exactly the dark side yep Star Wars yeah Darth Vader <laughs> you could read oh, you Voldemort could read this as Star Wars it would be yes, you could. oh really you could <laughs> Voldemort you could have the oh, whole the the Harry whole. Potter Marvel just for you, you brother like, oh this is Marvel, as Marvel. There's not enough Marvel games out this year. They need to rethink this as well. They would they would uh, charge three hundred dollars and it would be like a ten point on BGG just because it says it's Marvel. Rethink Marvel. You could have a Marvel love letter and they'll be like, This is revolutionary, the best game hands down. It's like it's love letter, okay? People calm down. Hey. Um I do like Batman Love Letter. That is a good version. Yeah, it is far superior. Batman love letters. Actually, speaking of love letter, I think I did see that they were making a Marvel love letter. I think it I is. saw that. Infinity, it would not infinity be so much. Ring one or infinity. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and and again, just watch the fanboys of Marvel be like, "This is the best game ever." Um, speaking of Lord of the Rings, so Corey, we were just talking about this off air with a humble bundle, uh, bundle. Humble bundle, bundle, yeah. bundle. Play with. I don't. I think it's over now, right? Humble, yeah. Bubble, yeah. Uh, so if you missed out, well, that's on you. Uh, but it did come with the Lord of the Rings definitive edition. Corey and I talked about it a little bit last uh, week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been kind of hesitant on it just because I heard it's different from the LCG. The cards were different and stuff. Yes. Uh, well, I really like the LCG. The LCG is so much fun. Corey yeah. and I, we've we played this a lot and just a blast. Difficult. Yes. And so I was kind of like, well, I don't want to play this. Yes, exactly. Co-op games should be difficult. That's a good, I think that's a measurement of good game, uh, co-op game. But anyway, uh, so we finally, Corey uh, dragged me to get this. You know, it's just sitting in my library uninstalled. Uh, So I finally installed it. And Corey and I, uh, I played a campaign yesterday, went through the tutorial and campaign today, or yesterday, and then played through the campaign with Corey. How'd you do solo? Oh, I got my butt kicked. (laughs) I think I made it like three travels in or something. Well, as I was playing with Corey here, uh, some things dawned on me. Well, one, I was playing on the medium difficulty, not the easy difficulty. And two, there was key concepts to the game that it didn't, the tutorial didn't talk, tell you about. And it's just whoosh, right over my head. Like you weren't defending at all. Uh, so then just, no, just I wasn't murdering defending your at people. All. <laughs> yeah, it, it was true. Yep. He murdered everybody. Uh, but, I have to say, really good. It's actually a great implementation. It really does give the feeling of the LCG. There are some things that are going on, like the treachery. You're like, okay, what's that going on? When you're playing the real physical version, you see the treachery cards sitting out there face down. You see, you just kind of feel how things are progressing. It's a little harder on the digital, but that's like really minor. Like, that's just, that's like the only gripe I can come up with it because the voice acting's fantastic, the artwork, and even some of the cards are almost very similar. Um, 
If you like Hearthstone, though, uh, this is like Hearthstone on... I was going to say meth, but that's probably not a good... Yeah. Um, South Dakota. Uh, on kids. Like, Hearthstone is kids' child's play to this game. Just the depth of this card game and all the mechanics that are going on. And you have to really make sure that you're playing cards in the right order, setting up your... Because if you don't do it right, it, the game just is brutal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brutal. So... Couple uh, of the differences we played today had a lot of Couple fun. of the differences from the physical that we didn't mention last time. So you kind of touched on the the threat. So in the card game, there's the the threat dial, and you you see it ever increasing. And you, if you get to fifty, you 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 bust and you die. You and die. I've lost yeah. countless numbers in the physical version by by blowing out the threat that way. A neat thing in the card game is there are these uh, thresholds that once you meet a. Sp- you know, a special event happens. So once you get to 36, so maybe, you know, two, two orc guards are going to ambush you or something like that. And some of them are located, thematic, yeah, very too. thematic to the quest that you're on. Sometimes there are location specific ones that are generally a little nastier, but it kind of, it kind of makes you always cognizant of what your current threat level is. So, Versus the the physical game where, you know, beginning mission or the very first stage of the mission, you're sitting at 29 threat. Eh, who cares if I roll over to 30 or 31? It's not a big deal. He played a treachery card and it, it bumped the threat. Oh, well, I'm a long way from 50. But now that you see these kind of uh, interval points of, oh, no, these I'm going to get ambushed here if I let it get too high. It kind of gives you uh, more incentive to keep keep that threat down because man if, if if i don't get through in travel before that happens then i'm going to be in a bad spot yeah very interesting and the, there was also a reward so you could use some of your guys to i forgot what that meter, meter is yeah called. that's the other difference yep. fate meter that's new so you can spend your guys to use fate uh which is kind of nice because there's a lot of turns where hey sauron's already rested we've killed all the guys all right well, let's just bump up the fate and the the cards and guys you can unlock are just absolute. It, it's fantastic. Especially when you get later um, in the game. Really, really. You, it really buffs you up. You you almost have to hit some of those because like sometimes it'll be like, give every one of your characters block or give every one of your characters guard or something. Oh, and, and it's sometimes it hinges on being able to trigger some of that stuff. Fantastic. Uh, but really like it. Chris, have you played the LCG, the Lord of the Rings LCG before? Um, yes, I actually have a copy of it, or at least did. I've been trying to find it, everything, uh, when we started talking about that. But yeah, I've done, it's been a while. When uh, we first got into this, um, we did play a couple player version. I think it was, we were over at your house, yep. Corey, with uh, with BG, and I'm trying to think who else. I don't know if it was Scott, it might have been, um, a while ago. Anyway, there was four of us that played it, and um, and I, I picked up the Humble Bundle too as well, so I'm very looking forward to uh uh, pulling that out on Steam and playing that. Yeah, I mean, before you guys came on, I was uh, building nice. decks. So <laughs> <laughs> nice, you're hooked. <laughs> oh man, I, I love it. It's so good. It's this the the narrative and it, it's what I like from uh, Hearthstone. If you guys ever played Hearthstone, I when they started putting out the single player campaigns where you could, they had these just crazy scenarios or crazy bosses and weird stuff. Uh, that matched up with World of Warcraft, which I'm also a big fan of. And then you have to build these really cool custom decks to try to beat it and work around that scenario. That single-player PvE of Hearthstone is some of the best uh, 
digital video games I've ever played for like single player. Um, so good. And so this really, it really hit that for me, but was even better because it's Lord of the Rings and the voice acting, the production, it's just, it works really well. Most of these digital board games and card games are so clunky. You can tell, okay, they just put minimal effort in to make sure that it's a product that can run and not crash on you. Or it has a clunky UI or clunky controls. Um, like, no offense to Scythe, the, the, the interface for Scythe is pretty good, <laughs> um, but it could be better. The tutorials are terrible. But this game, just man, just from start to finish, I was super impressed. It's a great game. So if everybody, if anybody got the humble bundle, check it out or put it on your Steam. Check it out. You can get it on Steam sale. Summer Steam sale is probably coming up here in a month, and you can probably get it for cheap. So really enjoyed that. Thank you, uh, Corey, for peer, more That's peer right. pressure. Two weeks you got in a row. Me. Got him again. Got him. <laughs> so another game I actually got to play this week was Underwater I Cities. Saw Have you guys seen this game before? Instagram. I saw that. Kind of yeah. Cool. Yeah, and so I'm new on Instagram this week. Yeah, I saw you follow us. I think it was like yesterday. Yeah, and actually Emily's like, "Hey, Chris got Instagram." I'm like, "Oh, really?" And I pulled up. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I followed you back. The uh, yeah, as with the podcast, yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 So actually, it was Brian, then Jamie, or excuse me, it was Corey first, then Jamie, then you, and that's I'm my three followers fan, right Chris. now. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> you beat Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have my personal one. I'll follow you on my personal one, too. I need to po- post oh. more on my personal one because um, there's stuff I want to post, but I, it feels weird posting on the port or the games we play just because, hey, it's family right. or just oh, outside absolutely. or just silly things. Yeah. Last time I posted something not a board game, like the kitchen sink thing, we lost like <laughs> 10 followers. So, you know, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I'm serious. That actually happened. Oh, I doesn't doubt it. <laughs> Uh, so yes, Underwater Cities, back to it. Uh, Corey, you haven't played Terraforming Mars. Chris, have you played Tor- Terraforming Mars? No, I own it in shrink wrap. Okay. Yep. Um, it really felt like Terraforming Mars, but underwater with good Is production. Terraforming value. Mars, not- no offense to Terraforming Mars. No, the it's just the components are just kind of like flimsy. There's nothing. It's okay. It it's kind of an ongoing joke. I think it's become more of a meme now about terraforming Mars, like artwork and stuff. It's not. It's really not that bad. But people just joke around about it. But uh, this one, holy cow! Just artwork, colors, everything looks really nice on the table. I mean, there's 3D domes that you, for your cities that you put on your, your sheet, but it really felt like terraforming Mars, but under the ocean. Um, I get just as a synopsis, basically, you're trying to build a city, uh, underwater city, if you will. <laughs> I was just uh, going to ask, is it underwater, Brian? <laughs> it is underwater. Uh, something like, hey, Earth's overpopulated, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but you basically have your own board or tableau and you're building your own network of cities. There's a board in the middle that you're competing with other people. And so every round, uh, there's, you get three actions and then there's 10 rounds. Uh, when you're, what your action is basically you take this little piece and there's, uh, spots on the board. There's action spots. So you claim the action spot, take the action spot, play a card the card you play from your hand matches the color of the action spot you put, then you get to activate the card. Most of the cards are ones that you put like in your 
down beside your board. So they're going to give you bonuses like discounts. They're going to give you end-of-game scoring uh, bonuses. They're going to give you action cards and, and whatnot. And so then other spots on the board will allow you to activate those and get bonuses. So it's basically an engine builder um, a building city network. And it's like a two-hour game. And it's a little crunchy, a lot of strategy, a lot of points. It's basically a Euro game with good artwork and um, design and, 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 and play. But um, really enjoyed it. It's kind of a hotness right now if you on Instagram and other places everybody's mm. talking about underwater cities. So cool. uh, pretty good. I liked it. It's just tough. It's it's it says forty minutes per player. Our Emily and I, our first game took over two hours for the two of us. It's like it's yeah. a little long for a game like that that I just it's not one I'm gonna pull out all the time. You know? Yeah. But that's probably forty minutes for players who know what they're doing. So first timers yeah. most definitely. 60 minutes plus sure yeah, yeah the second yeah. half of the game just sped up yep. uh, but definitely like the engine building and getting the resources and and uh, by the end of the game you're just raking in tons of stuff and so many options and you're just trying to get as many points as possible it's kind of it's kind of fun very satisfying nice. by the end of the game so so if i had a game bad. night and i had those two games terraforming mars and underwater cities both sitting there which one would you sit down and choose to play yep me personally no, or what you would like You've played them. Uh, they're both sitting there. Hey, we're going to play one of these two um, games. Brian, you've played them both. What should we play? Man, that's tough. Yeah. It's a coin flip for me. So since you can't flip. decide, I'd pull out a TI-4. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you brought a sleeping Move bag. aside, Terraforming Mars. <laughs> uh, but we got social distance. Right. got to sleep in the car. <laughs> no, we just can't cuddle. You got to stay six feet away. Oh, man. Fair enough. <laughs> uh no it's it's a it's a toss-up they kind of go both give the same feeling um i think with some of the expansion of terraforming mars it might edge it out slightly but when it comes to the board presence and stuff the underwater city has nothing against it um i think you guys would probably like underwater cities better than Tor- terraforming mars um but i the only problem i had with underwater cities is early game it kind of feels very limited and kind of like okay well I don't have any resources, so I have to do this. And it doesn't feel pretty good. Terraforming Mars, the whole game, you feel like you have 20 options every turn, which that feels better for me when I play those type of games. Like Concordia, Corey, when we were playing Concordia, the whole time you feel like you could do Mm -hmm. all these things. I hate feeling limited and and having to make suboptimal moves to try to do something I need to do. because I can also see that being a good thing or a bad thing based on the type of gamer that you are. Some people get paralyzed by yeah. that many options where, Hey man, can I, can I, can you give me two or three to choose from <laughs> instead of 20 so that I don't feel like I'm missing out and, and playing suboptimally because I, I can't, I right. don't know all 20 of those things that are available to me. And so I get more stressed. That, that's kind of like what, what my wife, my wife is like, that, that's why I think she'd play mm. more games if, Hey, these are the two or three things that I can do and I can understand those versus I think you have an advantage over me because you understand all 20 of those and I understand three of them. And so how am I going to win that? I'm a competitive person, so I don't want to put myself in that situation. Yep, I can see that. Yeah, and Terraforming Mars kind of feels that way. You have a lot of options and there's tons of resources. You kind of do whatever. Uh, While Underwater Cities, there's eight, nine action spots. 
and you get three per turn. So as you keep going, it dwindles down to just a handful. And some of them are really obvious. I don't have those resources to build that, so I'm not going to go there. So it's just, yeah, it's personal preference. But still, I think it was really good, uh, really solid. A lot of strategy that the more you play it, I could see this becoming a really good competitive game if you keep playing with the that same one you, people. A lot of fun. Uh, is that something you or do you own that? Yep, I bought it. it. I needed free shipping, so I was like, <laughs> I bought a nine dollar card game. Let's but, see, pay uh, for shipping or get another game. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to save five dollars, <laughs> I spent fifty. <laughs> no, actually, Emily really wanted Underwater City, so I, I, um, I was like, all right, let's get this. So, happy it's wives, fun. happy lives, and hey, get to play it too. I knew she'd be motivated to play it. It was, she thought it looked really cool. It is really cool looking. So, uh, any games that you guys have been playing this week? Yeah, I've been playing a whole bunch of stuff. So, my boys have just, I don't know if we talked about this last time, Star Wars Destiny. They are all in for Star Wars Destiny now. Nice. Um, I've even got Garrett, and this is this has kind of been the turning point, is Garrett's finally starting to, my youngest is starting to get an interest in it. So, him and Layton can play against nice. each other. That's cool. So, they've been playing it. Like I'm in here working during the day and they're done with their school stuff. So there's a period of time where hey, you just can't use electronics or at all. So they that's what they've been doing is pulling out the different pre-made decks that we've already used. And, and the ones that they know that I've had a lot of success with. So Garrett's like, well, let me use that Sabine deck. I've never lost with this Sabine deck because it's frankly, it's gross. It just murders <laughs> everything. And boy, he lost. Well, it turns out you do have to kind of play it optimally, right? You have to know what you're doing. He would be like, oh, Millennium Falcon, sweet. I'm just going to save up for it. Well, you don't have time to do that. You got to you gotta use some tactics, gotta right? Got to put some pressure. Get right. And so, yeah, he, he, he would get murdered, but uh, he's really liking it. And they're both like, hey, can we build our own decks? I'm like, oof. Yeah, they've built decks before and they just like they get seduced by these really yeah. powerful really expensive cards and that's what they want to their entire deck is that <laughs> you, you can't you can't they'll learn make a functioning deck they'll learn. you won't ever get any of these cards out your guys will be dead by the time you get any of these cards out but yeah they're they're really getting into it they're playing they're wanting to play against me they're wanting to play against each other so it's been really fun nice yeah Chris, cool. how about you? Any games you've been playing? Yeah, I've been playing my weekly uh, Pokemon games with John. Uh, if if your boys Corey like uh, those deck building, I'll I'll get you over with uh, uh, John and Gabe and um, Isaac and Bo some. But uh, gosh, John is just like, hey, Dad, he's helped optimize my. A Guzzlord deck. So I got this Guzzlord deck, which is like a dark beast that eats and stuff. Anyway, it's pretty cool. He's helped me optimize it, and we play that, and that's he just loves that. So that's that whole he's he's this and that and all these cards and that strategic thinking of trying this and he's he's got like four decks he's working on and optimizing and so it's cool to see the strategic of it. I hate collected card games. <laughs> CCGs. <laughs> You're always chasing yeah, them. Man. I know. Isaac is the same way too. He's like, Dad, I don't really like Pokemon because I don't want to spend all the money on it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I've just got one deck and I play. So Isaac, we have one deck and we just play the deck. Yeah. So it's fun. Yeah. So and then we've been doing our weekly uh, D&D sessions, which we were going to do it after another one after 
the recording pod, uh, podcast tonight. But uh, as you heard, <laughs> Gabe and stuff, there uh, it's it's going to be a little late, so we're going to play tomorrow. Um, take a little early off um, work day tomorrow, and after lunch, we're going to play some nice. DD. So yeah, we're continuing on. Um, I'm going to uh, uh, DM it. So Gabe's going to play this time, and with. Um, Isaac and Bo, and those guys are going to go on another adventure. These one shots we've been doing, I've got a bunch of those one shots. I've I bought some uh, bundle of holding is another place, uh, kind of like humble bundle, um, yep. but they do uh, a lot of RPG stuff, um, PDFs oh. and things. So I spent like ten bucks, and I've got like. 30 modules of uh fifth edition these are those open source ones they're not necessarily produced by wizard of the coast but they're for 5e uh so mm. they and these are a bunch of one-shot adventures within these model uh, modules that uh have a storyline that kind of put them together but you can just get them done in two and three hours each so and you build up a lot of them have started at first level and by the last uh, adventure in the mo- in the whole module you're like 15th level and stuff so it, it's cool so they're up to eighth level now and they're going to be working on their characters tomorrow and we'll run through another adventure tomorrow afternoon very cool yep so with uh gen con being canceled you have another year to perfect your pokemon deck so you can uh, hit the hit <laughs> the ladder and be competitive <sighs> that is isaac or excuse me that's john i mean he was saddened <laughs> he was so looking forward to uh uh gen con and actually origins he was because origins has a much better pokemon uh, place when we went there last year and played he had so much fun because they have a really national tournament stuff and he just that's all he did <laughs> was the wow. Pokemon stuff. But yep, unfortunately. We played a game from a couple gym cons ago last night with the boys. The Luchador. Yes, Mexican Luchador. Oh, we're, my we're Lord. all three sitting at that. <laughs> In the hotel the lobby. The and, we got like, oh, and BG yeah. was there. Sorry, Miss so- Jackson. I am for real. <laughs> <laughs> that was the music playing in the background as we did uh, Mexican wrestling poses and attack. <laughs> did that- we all buy that? All of oh, us buy yes. our own copies of that? Oh, I, yeah. yeah, I did. And, uh, that yeah, was, that uh, was one of the best demos at Gen Con. Oh, that was 2016, so right? It was 2016. Yes. It was my first Gen Con. Yep, your first Gen Con. And BG we sat was with down. Us. Yep, BG was with us. We sat down and that... That guy, <laughs> he had his British accent. He was hilarious, and we were just all getting into it. People started like stopping and watching because yep. it was getting so rowdy, and it was we were having a blast. Uh, and we had even more of a blast that night in the hotel. Back in the hotel, lobby. yes, I was going to say that. Yelled at. <laughs> They're coming out. I don't know how late it was. We're drinking adult beverages and, and music playing and doing Mexican wrestling, <laughs> and people came out. Um, some of us are trying to sleep. <laughs> And we're like, this is Gen Con. There's no sleep. It was like 10 something. Night yeah, because it wasn't the, late. The Olympics were on in the the lobby, yeah. and it was still like the primetime swimming and stuff like that, if I recall. So it wasn't that late. No. That's no, funny. but that, that was a good example of a, a demo that sells games versus, oh, yes. You know, like the, the too many bones nightmare that <laughs> I waxed eloquently about. <laughs> so many moons ago but uh, yeah that was that was so good and have the, the kids played that it. before yeah oh yeah they love okay. it okay yeah the, they kicked my butt i i they would get the first pen attempt and i couldn't break out i would just stop <laughs> i just <laughs> game over so for those who don't know this is a mexican wrestling 
dice, dice game. chucking game. Yes. The box, the box is part of the game, if I recall. Yep. A wrestling ring comes out of the box, and there's ropes, With right? ropes, yeah, It's exactly. got, like, elastic ropes around it. You can either make it as a standard wrestling ring, or you can yeah. flip it over and push the bottom down through, and it makes it, like, a cage, cage match. match. <laughs> That's right. Yes. The bottom does move. That's so yep. cool. Uh, the cool the cool thing with the non cage match is when you chuck the dice, you have to like do it at the same time mm-hmm. and from opposite sides. So the dice hit each other, and any dice that go outside of the ring don't count. Yep. And the the, the dice have what like chairs and yep. tables. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, you have hits, hits. Yep. You have hits, blocks, counters. Yes. Misses and pin attempts. Oh, that's so right. I would. I was better at controlling my dice and keeping them in the ring. And the boys are rolling them out, and the two dice that they'd have left in are counters. So here, I would have two hits and a couple blocks, and they would have just two <laughs> counters. They would get both of my hits. So I would hit them for nothing, and then they're rolling the black die, and they're hitting their like super special every single time and doing like seven damage on me. He, was he the snake? Yeah, no, they were uh, they were the El Perito. El Perito. That one. The, yeah. The big oh, one. yeah. And... Hey. Uh, the weight one? challenged one. Uh, Bam Bam and Fuego were. Oh, were there too. oh yeah. I was Lady was... and. Um, Do I need to edit that or uh, bleep that? Out? No, I, 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 I think they're. Re- I think they're okay. <laughs> it, uh, it sounded El- a lot like something else. <laughs> El Charro. Yeah. What's the other one? Uh, it's a fun game, and the yeah. cage match is cool too because the dice don't go out. Yeah, well, they but, still can, just not as much. If they go out though, on the rules, they don't count as going out. They still oh, count. Yeah, that's right. But they do more damage because you're slamming guys against the cage. Yep, yep. And, and it comes with a big cardboard belt buckle, yeah, right? Two yeah, two of them. Cha- like I had the boys holding them up because they were the champs, you know. Yeah. They won two, two so and and that's the thing we we didn't mention is your wrestlers represented by a two D stand that you put in and it's in the ring and stuff uh-huh. and you simulate if they're yeah. getting pinned you put them down and stuff like this it's, <laughs> it's I mean you don't have to but why wouldn't why you? would no, you no well, that's how we played it it yeah. didn't count unless you. Uh, thematically and narratively well, yeah. read the text of the special move you're doing yes. and act it out with the standees. Otherwise, yes. the, you don't get the damage. <laughs> the text on the game is really what makes it. It's oh, like it's so, it's so over the top and silly. It's so much fun. Yep. Oh, man. So good times. So that, that's the luchadors, right? Yeah. Not a lot of strategy to it. It is dice chucking no. fun. No. <laughs> Even when you're getting slammed up against the ropes or getting karate chopped or whatever, it's still a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Yep. So we followed that up. It was dice night. So we followed that up. Boys wanted to play King of Tokyo. So, Well, of course. Mm. I, I know I know there was no United States national champion in the house, but Cyber Bunny was represented. So. Well, you know, what are you going to do? That's, That's right. uh, first edition right there. That's right. Uh, Michaela and Sam, shout out to them. They got their copy of uh, King of Tokyo Dark Edition. They won on the one-year anniversary. And they posted the photos on Instagram. Man, that... It's pretty cool looking. Yeah. It's so cool looking. I might just bite the bullet oh, and spend the 40 bucks. You didn't get one? Oh. No, I didn't. I didn't order myself one. Yeah. But it's a little pricey at $40, but I don't know. It looks really cool. You would think you could call in some favors, you know, just send Yello uh, an email, be like, "Hey, this is this is Brian." Don't the, even don't even say Brian. Last the name. Brian. This is, this is Brian, 2017 national champion, and and 
aren't you the most current national champion? They haven't done that again since you won, right? Yeah, probably because I cleaned them out. No, I'm joking. So you're uh, the yeah, reigning national champion. I guess. No one has dethroned you. I guess. 2016 was a good year. Pretty big deal. Oh, that was 2016. I thought it was the second year that you did that. Not, it was the first year. That <laughs> first Gen Con was ridiculous. How we hooked you. Hard to repeat. Exactly. He's like, oh, this what happens every time at Gen Con? <laughs> I win a national tournament and we have all this fun and and truckload of games for free. (laughs) Jet Con's awesome. Yes, I'm going every year. Oh, man. Too bad it was canceled. I'm going to miss it. Oh, I know. Because, of course, the year that Emily's going to go for the first time, it gets canceled. I know. We had all these plans. I had a hotel room. I nabbed one a few weeks ago, a block away from Gen Con. So, (sighs) what are you going to do? Does that mean your vacation's canceled, Corey? Your family vacation? Or it are you is. still going? No, we're not going to. They're going to end up doing high school softball and stuff this summer. So I don't. Oh, that's know. right. Yeah. They did in Iowa. They yeah. did reinitiate. They just that. brought it back this week. So between that and kind of tournament softball and tournament baseball, everything not being open, we're just gonna. We'll do it next year. Fair enough. We got kind of lucky with our spring break trip to Florida. All that like yeah. happened right before <laughs> everything broke out. So, yeah. So, we've literally. Uh, any other games that you guys played you want to talk about? Oh, Brian, this is the part of the program you can go to the bathroom or, or get a refill on your adult beverage. But, Chris, oh, yes, War Machine online. So, I have been having some War Machine withdrawals. Yes, I've been able to paint some stuff and yeah, I'm walking stuff away. like that. <laughs> There goes Brian. Headset there down, he microphone away. It's yeah. us, Corey. Let's chat. So, so Vassal is, it's been around for years. Yep. And there's a lot of people who, once you get good at the interface, it's pretty slick, but there's a huge learning curve. And to get a new person to play it, you're, you got to download the right modules. You got to learn all those keyboard tricks. Because if you don't, you're in for a long, miserable experience. There's a new browser-based implementation of War Machine online and the beta. I don't I think it's still technically a beta. It's uh wartable.online. And it's so you don't have to download anything, you don't have to pay. You can take your uh, lists from Conflict Chamber, so you could, which is one of the most common online ways to build lists. So you, like mm-hmm. if you go to a tournament or something, it, it all checks everything for you and make sure you're building it right. You can build it in there, hit hit copy of it, paste it in here. Oh, into a, nice. You hit deploy. You paste it in, hit a button. All of your models are out on the table. No futzing. They're they're what? out there. Now you can just drag them around. It's all point and click. I wish there were a few more keyboard shortcuts to do a few things, but everything is point and click, and it is super slick. So you have it's top down, just like Vassal. So it looks yep. very similar to Vassal, but when you click a, a model, instead of having to duplicate it and then draw all these lines and do stuff to to see your charge angle and things like that, you click your model, you start dragging it. As soon as you click on a model, every other model has their distance to them dynamically calculated oh, as oh. you're moving the thing. So I want to I want to stay outside of four inches of this thing. As you're going, you can get right up to you know four point one inches or whatever, and everything around it is just dynamically recalculating. And there's a shadow of your charge lane or or the the path you're walking, 
moving around obstacles and stuff, which even in the physical version is kind of a pain, you know, you're, I move an inch and then I move an inch in a little bit different direction. And, and it's so it's hard to get exact measurements. You, you pick it up, you start dragging them for an inch to get to where now I can start moving their direction. You, you unclick, you click again and it will segment your move so you can get your total move around houses and things like that. Oh, oh my gosh. It is so slick. I am super impressed. And th- this guy just did it for free. And it is such a great implementation of it. I'm really looking forward to getting some games in on that. What a I've already hit up BG. I've hit up my brother and say, hey, we need to play a game. Uh, yeah. yeah, we can get together right now. Yeah, because actually getting ready for the move and everything, we were boxing stuff up and Isaac was helping me uh, pack some miniatures and the foam and stuff. And, and we um, were doing the war machines and I had my, my Rulake, my dwarves, and, and he has his circle. And we, um, he's like, yeah, we got to play this. And Gabe was like, yeah, dad, I really want you to teach me. And John's like, because Gabe is, uh, is um, um, uh, why am I blanking? The Russians. The pig. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's pigs. He's pigs. He's pigs. Okay, yeah, yeah, so he's pigs. He's got the pigs. And um, John is trolls. So uh, we're, we're just like, uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we got to do this. And I'm just thinking, oh, the learning curve. But if this is that, we could sit down and do this. And, and they'd and be all over it. It's browser-based. Yes. And everything is point and click. Yeah. You could use it on your phone. You can use it on an iPad. And it actually works pretty good. I was messing with wow. it. Like I had it running on my PC and then I'd pull out my phone to kind of control the other side and just trying to get used to the interface. And it's pretty good. If you got an iPad, it's great on the iPad. Oh yeah, we do. And it's we crazy. have multiple. So, so laptops and all that kind of stuff, digitals. So it has all, all, all of the, uh, models even the the it will uh, build siege so tower the guys from line of sight which is a uh war machine podcast yeah. they yep. kind of helped out with some of the data entry and designing some of the like the tables and stuff so there's pre-built tables you could just literally say load a map and here's a whole bunch of like asymmetrical like well-designed maps that you could just click it rather than being generic and mm-hmm. symmetrical which symmetric is not good in that kind of a game because there's an advantage to going first so there should be an advantage to which side of the table you're on so you can just load a map you click scenario you can pick your scenario or just hit random boom your table set up has all the deployment lines you can turn on and off uh it's all the dice rolling happens inside there it keeps oh allocating focus like like your warcasters allocating out to the different you know uh war jacks and stuff that's all in one menu, super slick. Oh, it's, it's, I'm so impressed. So the only thing I'm hearing about this is that if we play this, I'm going to roll my dice, actual dice in a dice tray as we play. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I'm not giving up the line. dice. I'm not giving up rolling the dice. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it scratches the tactical and strategic yeah. itch of playing the game. It is a pale comparison to seeing models on the table, which that's, you know, 75% of why I like playing that kind of a game. Yeah, it is. It's visual. The the presentation and and all those things that I've painted to see them out on the table. And it just looks so good. So you lose that, but there's a lot of depth in that game. And this is a good way to play it remotely. Wartable.online. Nice. We'll check it out. Okay. Brian. Brian's back. Brian, are you back? Oh, sorry. I was playing Lord of the Rings um, <laughs> LCG uh, card game. Yeah, I was building my deck. I literally had it open. I was wondering if Corey saw my friend. You know, when somebody starts playing, it'll pop up in the corner. Oh, yeah. 
Does that sounded super interesting? Cool guys, that was fun. Um, that now was you're fun. not lying every time you say it's yeah. about tabletop games in yeah. your intro. Yes, we bring that depth, the culture to this. I said sometimes. I think sometimes. <laughs> Once in a while. Yeah, Corey, I don't talk much miniatures when it's just Brian and I. So well, good to have you on. Well, you talking. <laughs> I, I would just be listening. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Brian, you still there? <laughs> anyway, cool. That sounds fun. Miniature stuff. Okay. Uh, anything else before we take off? We're already at 52 minutes. <laughs> no, I think that's a, that's a lot. Okay. We can talk more miniatures, guys, if you want. I have a deck to build. Sure. I've been painting Wrath of one eternity later. Looking forward to trying it. Nice. Well, one more week and still no painting min- uh, my nemesis yet. Um, but next week, speaking of menis- nemesis, the new Kickstarter for Nemesis comes out next week. Oh. And Chris. Yes. They have the the base game for the first one, plus all the expansions and all the goodies from the first Kickstarter available for you to add on. For nice. The, for See, this I heard originally that the base game wasn't going to be available, but then the expansions and then that news broke. And I'm like, oh, yes. Well, I think it was because they had new copies coming in, but it got all delayed because of the virus. Oh, and then true. it was just a timing thing being like, yeah. okay, well, everything got delayed. People were shut down. I think they had extra copies. They're so just like, all right, we'll throw it in. And nice. they did a bundle. Yeah. So I'm going all in on that one. Yeah. Brian, we're not playing Nemesis again until you finish painting, though. I mean, friends don't let friends play with unpainted miniatures. So they're technically. I'm sorry, but I won't be available to play until you've actually. I mean, they're technically primed, which is paint. No, it's not. Are you going to do that little uh, three dabs of color on it and call it painting like they do in some of those miniature games with the requirements? I'm going to start using my powers of uh, peer pressure against you now. (laughs) I've done it against Josh and against uh, who else did I pressure? Well, it sounds like your daughter. Oh, it, was you. it was you. I've already <laughs> used it against you. <laughs> hey, I'm fine with it, man. If that means I get that painted and we play it sooner, then we play it sooner. Hey, that's how I got BG to start painting his war machine. Yeah, stuff, that's true. Was just, I, I, I would just make little comments every time we go to play. <laughs> so catty. <laughs> hey, hey, maybe, maybe you'd roll better if, if they were painted. I don't it's scientific, I'm telling you. Yeah. Painted <laughs> armies always roll better. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, so we got the Nemesis Kickstarter coming out next week. Check it out. I'm a huge fan. Such a great game. Yeah, it's a little expensive. It is expensive, but it's fantastic. Um, it is good. It's really fun. All right. So, hey, before we uh, head out here, uh, this episode actually drops on Memorial Day. So just wanted to talk about that real quick uh, for some of you listeners who are not in the United States. You feel free to end the episode. But uh, uh, so here in the United States, we have uh, Memorial Day. And I know, Chris, you're a, a veteran um, and we're in the military. So, um, yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you take it away. Yeah, no, it's I'm retired uh, army veteran and 24 years, and and with that, just taking the, the moment to remember and honor all of those who have uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice and fallen to uh, to uh, defend this country throughout the the many wars and conflicts that ha- the uh, United States has been over the since uh, Civil War. Um, that was when this holiday was first uh, observed. And anyway, just regarding that, just always taking a, a moment to to say thank you, to to remember, 
um, and honor all of those who, who have fallen in, in battle for this country. So always like to do that and keep that, share that with the kids and the family and, and everybody. It's, it's, it, it's, a, it's a great honor um, sacrifice that uh, those have made for, for the rest of us in, in, in the country. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it. Um, appreciate your service and um, anybody who's listening, appreciate it. And then remember those who have come before us and who have passed on. We will never forget. Always remember. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Chris. Uh, Corey had dropped off here before this. So uh, thank you, Corey. We we do appreciate uh, you coming on. Uh, we had a lot of fun here. So th- by the way, this was recorded a little after. And so I'm going to cut this in just oh, that's fine. scenes. But uh, all right. Well, cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm sure a lot of this will be cut out for <laughs> everybody's. I'll just cut out all the miniature stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> But uh, we do appreciate you listening. And th- thank you, Corey, for joining us again. It's been a lot of fun. Um, we've probably playing more games digitally than we ever <laughs> have in at work. It's kind of funny. Yep. Uh, but we appreciate it. Chris, I'm glad your hot, uh, hot water heater did not actually explode and your care house is in good condition. Uh, but looking forward to those game days as they're coming up. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun so we can talk about those. So, All right. From the games we play, I am Brian. I'm Chris. And I'm Corey. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com. By the way, did you guys uh, catch the meme music I put on? Did did you know that meme? The We got him, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, we got him. But you heard it on the podcast, right? Okay, I'm glad you guys listened. Perfect. I was oh, I heard, but I'm trying to yeah. think. I just was thinking about. Yeah, of course. Like I was there. <laughs> yes. Well, I had to. I had I, to do it in post, but uh, it's a meme. Yeah. I, you guys oh, are kind of yes, old. Yes, yes, yes. I caught. You guys that. are old guys, now. not on Gosh, the, in the hip. So many couple Thank days you. ago. I listened I mean, because I was texting you guys after I was listening. It's true. You're like, my water heater yeah. exploded. I'm like, I was just trying to add some drama. Oh, well, it, there was drama. Jamie was not happy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she was not happy. Not once I had to go down there, but twice I had to call the plumber. And you got to play board games. Yeah, so we, but we, I mean, yeah it ended up coming out okay. Disaster averted. Came back and fixed it. No damage real to uh, any of our, 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 our gear or anything in there. And we got to play board games. We introduced Henry to board games.